Y'all listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Nasty Backpack. Y'all listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast, hosted by your one and only. Um, so let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, you know, I've kind of been thinking a lot, and I took, I took about a week or two off um, <clears throat> to kind of just, you know, get some substance and just, you know, focus on, on getting right with the Lord and, and just staying in the scripture and and getting my family right, because um, at the end of the day, um, you know, Lord is number one always, but our family, our families are number two. And, you know, I always say like the church is always in our home and all that's where, you know, where our bodies is the temple of for the Lord and the Holy Spirit. And, um, you know, it's important to make sure that, you know, we have a good foundation on our home. And, um, you know, Jesus talked about this in, in the book of Matthew, in the gospel of Matthew, where, um, you know, if you, you know, if you put your, if you build your home on good soil, um, you know, you're, you're going to have a good home. If you build it in the, in a rocky, thorny area, um, you know, your home's not going to be strong. If you build it on sand, your house is not going to be strong. And what that means is that, you know, you got to have a good foundation for, with God. Your house, your house has to be a house of God. Because um, if it's not, then, then your foundation of your house is going to fall. Um, and so that's something that us, me and my wife and our family being new Christians, this is, and being reborn and, um, you know, it's, we're finding challenges with, um, with our children, you know, trying to get them to go stay on the path of, of the straight and narrow. And it's not all, it's not always an easy, uh, an easy thing, but, <clears throat> um, I feel we're doing a pretty, a pretty amazing job with it. Um, we have some pretty amazing kids, but, and they're all different ages, you know, um, we have, um, our youngest, our youngest right now is, is, um, three months old. Um, and then we have our five-year-old and then, and she's a girl. Then we have our, our seven-year-old son. And then we have a 10-year-old girl. And then we have our freshman, our 14-year-old son, um, who is our oldest, um, in the house. And, um, you know, they all have different challenges and, and, um, what we are finding out that the younger ones, it's a little bit easier to keep them grounded, um, in the word of God. And there's a couple tips and tricks that I want to kind of go over, um, to kind of just explain what we're doing as to try to keep our family engaged and, um, you know how to how to live a Christian lifestyle with your cha- with your children, and just teach them to to love the Lord, to fear the Lord, to live righteous, to um, you know stay on the path of the straight and narrow. Because it's not 
it's not the easiest thing to do when um, when you're when you when you haven't raised your kids in this since they were young, and so um, just kind of want to kind of go over some things um, that, with that, and so um, just trying to look to see. So I got a, I got a scripture here I kind of want to just speak on and this is Jesus talking about um, sowing sowing seeds <clears throat> and it's when he was talking about parables and he was going into telling talking to the disciples about uh, different parables that we're talking about f- having your family um, and keeping your family within Christ and so. Um, this is going to be, uh, Matthews 13, three, and he's, and this, I'm, I'm speaking in King James version. So, um, you know, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, uh, old fashioned, but it's the way I like to read. And he spanked many things into the parable saying, behold, a sower went forth to sow. And when he sowed some seeds fell by the wayside and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell on a stony place where they had not much earth, and few with the sprung up, because they had no deepness on earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no roots, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some and hundredfolds, and six sixtyfolds, and thirtyfold. Who had ears to hear, let him hear. And so, when you when you raise your kids in good soil, they're gonna they're gonna produce great fruit. And so, it's super important that you know we have. Uh, you 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 want to have a good foundation for your kids, um, especially when you're you're trying to do right by the Lord and get on the journey. Um, church church is huge. That's gonna be a big influence, and so put them around other children um, that are also in fellowship. And so um, you definitely want to have great, good kids around your, your kids when they're they're learning because we know in this world. When our kids go to public schools, you know, they're just among everybody. And and even though we're all God's children, not everybody is being raised to be God's children. And so when your kids are just going to public schools, you know, they're going to learn public school habits um, and they're going to learn the habits of other kids. And that's what you don't want. You don't want your kids being influenced by kids that don't have a strong foundation and that... Um, are being raised in in a thorny environment or being raised in a rocky environment. You want your kids to be raised to grow in good soil. And so church is going to be probably the best place for your kids to make good friends, great friends. Um, 
and, and get them involved in all the groups that your that your church has to offer. Um, you know, camps and and different fellowship and different meetings and group meetings, and and that's where you know, like I said, your kids are gonna learn from other kids. You want them to learn from kids that are that are walking down the right path. Plus, the the you know they got they should have great youth pastors to to help grow them as well onto their own Christian paths. And so, um, that would be the first steps that I would say. Secondly, um, they got to see they got to see the parents doing this. The parents, you guys have to be digging in the word regularly. Um, you have to be living a righteous life at home. And because kids learn from their parents, um, and and are highly influenced by their parents, and um, if you're if you're producing good fruit, then you're gonna pass good fruits onto your children, and so um, definitely want to have live a righteous lifestyle. Um, praying, teaching your kids to pray regularly, um, and putting everything in God's hands is important. You definitely want to teach your kids that it don't matter what storm we're going through we always trust in the lord and and we give it all to the lord and when you do when you live that kind of lifestyle um the lord is gonna show you favor and um you know you you just have to believe and trust that the lord got you in any situation um I, and you guys hear me talk about this a lot but i have a lot of peace in my life and i have peace in my life because because I trust in the Lord, even in situations where I don't feel I, that are, that can be stressful, um, I still put it all in, in God's hands. I trust God with with my entire life. I trust every moment with God, and um, you know that's that's a huge, huge, huge. Uh, God's just working tremendously through me and giving me tons of breakthrough because I have learned to trust the Lord with my entire life. Um, next, you know, social media, not, well, not really, your kids shouldn't really be on social media. Um, you know, you want to try to avoid social media as much as possible unless you're like showing them something that's holy. Um, you know, they're, there, there is holiness in TikTok. There is holiness in Facebook. There is holiness in in some of these social media platforms. Um, but you don't want to let your kids just run freely through those things. You want to be monitoring it, um, and you want to be the one that's in control of, of that um, because there, there is a lot of wickedness in in those platforms as well. And so you got to definitely. Uh, decipher through the the path of good and evil, um, but YouTube YouTube as well. Um, some of the internet search engines that that produce content um, videos. Um, the biggest one being YouTube. Um, you definitely want to have you be careful with that. Um, just a quick little story on my kids. Um, you know, my kids weren't raised up in the church, uh, just this year, as we started our walk, they started their walk. And so some of the things they were used to watching, um, you know, Netflix, Disney plus Hulu, some of those, those platforms, um, they don't have good, they don't have good content around God. 
and um, you know the, some of the things that your kids are going to be watching in those things is not going to be good food for the spirit. And um, you know, re- just recently, me and my wife would, you know, I asked my kids every morning to pray. I leave I leave my house a lot earlier than than my kids even wake up most of the time, and so um, to go to work. And so um, my kids, you know, they I, I try to teach them to pray every morning. Um, and so when they come home, I I ask them every day, did you did you pray this morning? And then we have a pray station, and I have them go pray. And a lot of times they tell me they forgot or they didn't pray. And so I I send them to the pray station so that they can go pray. But my kids my kids at one point were doing really really good. And I was like, what what has changed? You know, because it kind of seems like my kids have taken a step back um, in their in their walk. Um, not not tremendously, but just in keeping obedience to the Lord and, and waking up to the Lord every morning and going to bed and praying at school and um, you know it. The, the, my kids, it felt like, hey, you guys are not praying regularly anymore. What's going on? And one thing I notice is that the things they were watching on YouTube, um, the things they were watching on Disney. It, it just, there was no holiness to it. And so they were not feeding their spirit. So they were forgetting to pray. They were forgetting. And that's what the enemy wants. The enemy wants them um, to to stick, stay in the secular world. And um, and he finds those things pleasing to the soul when, when they're watching, um, you, you know, Disney Plus and YouTube and... and <clears throat> You know, you got to really monitor. One of the things that my kids were watching a lot was Princess and the Frog. Um, and even though it looks like a cute little cartoon, there's a lot of voodoo in that. There's a lot of witchcraft in that in that cartoon. And um, I told, I saw, I, I just paid attention to it one day when they were watching. And this is just recent. This is just within the last couple of days. And I had to tell my wife, like, hey. We really need to change what our kids are watching because I'm, I'm noticing that they're not praying regularly like they were, and I feel like this is possibly a, a reason why. You know, they're 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 sticking to um, Disney Plus too much, and so, um, and you know, we have Disney Plus and it's free and everything on uh, in our city for what uh, through our phones and stuff, for, and so. It, you just really have to monitor what they're watching. Um, so we no longer, I no longer let them allow them to watch Disney Plus. But there is some really good cartoons about Jesus uh, on uh, on YouTube. Um, I think it's called Superbook um, with the little red robot, and it goes through different stories of the Bible, and they are so educational. Um, it's, I mean, it's just good spiritual food for our kids. The kids are into it. It, it keeps me interested in it because the, every story that they go through is stories out of the Bible. And um, it's just a really, 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 really good um, cartoon for the kids. And it teaches them so much. And it just, um, you know, when the kids are watching that, they're just being filled with holiness and and that's what you want you want your kids to 
stay anointed. You want your kid to stay in the word of God and keep God on their minds. And those cartoons are good, good spiritual food for our children. And and so I would highly recommend that you, you instead of letting your kids just roam on YouTube, you switch the YouTube up on them and monitor that a lot more because there is a lot of wickedness in YouTube as well. And you just keep them on on videos that is is godly. Um, there's another cartoon. I don't know the exact name of it, but if you just type in Jesus Kids on YouTube, so many different cartoons will pop up. That super book one will pop up. Um, but there's a cartoon that goes through the, the you know the really short videos, like ten minute videos, and they go. There's so many of them. They go through. Um, and then different stories in the Bible, different stories about Jesus. And it's all pretty straight to the word of God. Um, and the, what the kids are learning from that, like they learn so much out of that, where they are knowing the book, knowing the God's words without even reading the Bible. And so when they go to start reading the Bible and they get to that age where you're, they're able to read out of the Bible, um, they're going to be just so... They're going to be so familiar with what they're reading that they're going to remember um, the word of God. And they're going to remember some of these stories that they read um, from from back then. And so um, definitely monitor what your kids are watching. Um, that cartoon, though, you, when they show Jesus or anybody, they always say, hey, oh. <laughs> and it's so cute because my kids walk around saying that now, uh, just nonstop. And so you, it's definitely making a good impression onto our kids um, here in our household. And I highly recommend it. I will get the link and post it in the um, description of, of this podcast for you guys to go in there and um, grab. That way you guys can um, show your kids some of these these videos and see if they take a liking to them. My kids love them. All the way from my five-year-old um, to my ten-year-old, and so it's definitely, uh, like I said, good spiritual food for our kids. You know, and, and it's definitely better than anything else that they would be watching on Disney Plus or or Netflix or anything like that. So, highly recommend um, really tuning into some of these videos. Another another good alternative is PureFlex. Um, if you haven't heard of Paraflex, there it's super cheap um, streaming platform, kind of similar like Netflix, but it's all it's all faith based. Um, and there's a lot, a lot of good videos, and there are a lot of good movies for adults and kids and families. And uh, highly recommend uh, getting a Paraflex account if you really want to kind of tune off to the secular world. We ended up canceling our Netflix. And, um, you know, we, we watch a lot of Pure Flex now. Um, a lot of good videos on there. A lot of good kids' videos. Um, and it's just, it, it feeds your soul a lot differently than some of the other stuff that we sit there and tend to watch regularly and consume regularly. Um, and so that's always a, another alternative to, um, to have some a streaming platform like that with your kids, for your kids. Um... Another big tip that I would highly recommend, and we started implementing this um, a couple weeks ago, 
me and my wife love to dig into the Bible. We love to dig into scripture. We love to read. And, and we're getting fed just so much um, anointings with, with digging into scripture. But our kids ain't. You know, our kids are not digging into scripture because they're still pretty young and they're still, you know. And so what we ended up doing is we ended up doing a Bible. I did. A, I started a Bible study with my kids um, and we just sit around the table. I bought my kids all Bibles. Um, some of the new adventure Bibles are really good for the younger kids. Um, and it just helps them stay along and they just feel like they're engaged in in reading and we um you know we really started i started in proverbs with them um and we just kind of been just reading proverbs every single day and it might take us an hour to get through a chapter because you want to explain each verse to your kids and what you're what they're reading and making sure that they're understanding what what they're reading and um that has been such a huge a huge uh process in my kids life to to um just stay in the word and get fed the word and and hear the word of god and know what god is speaking to us on the daily and so i definitely recommend you starting a bible study i have my five-year-old engaged in this i have my 10-year-old i have my high school son i have my my wife i have my seven-year-old and we are just, we do it every single day and we just sit at the table and we just dig in the scripture. And that has been such a great help in my kids walk. And it's, and it's going to teach them to stay in the word regularly and give them the wisdom and knowledge and understandings of, of how we have to live in today's world. It's going to teach them to walk differently from the rest of the kids at school. It's going to teach them to walk differently from the rest of the people in the world that are not walking with Christ. And it's going to teach them to see that the word is the, that God is the word, um, the light and the truth. And so um, definitely recommend reading with your kids. Um, You know, me and my wife, we read on our own as well. We read together. Um, But you want to definitely pick a book for the kids and definitely walk walk through that book like i said we might be at the table for an hour reading uh, and only get through one chapter but my kids are getting so much wisdom and knowledge in that hour that um it's it's sticking um and then and, it, and it's when they when you add that with church with kids group with kids church with with prayer with you know watching good fruited videos and and shows um it really keeps your kids on the right path and it really really teaches them gives them the wisdom at such a young age and age and puts a real good anointing over them and God is with them and they they're with God and it's just it, it's building the, their temples for the Holy Spirit at, at a young age and just giving them a really strong foundation. And so I highly recommend that, um, you know, those are just a few tips that we do with our family to help us stay engaged in with the Lord um, on the daily. And, and that's what's important. You got to have that relationship with 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 Jesus Christ. Um, 
and, and Jesus Christ will walk you down the path um, as as your bridegroom. And so uh, stay in the word. Just some tips that I want to kind of go over today. Um, we'll go ahead and end this one with prayer. Father God, we thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives, Father. We thank you for today and our daily bread. We we just ask, Lord, that you you touch the hearts and open the hearts to our to our viewers, to to our children. You keep them protected from the enemy. You keep them protected from the wickedness that is in public schools, that is in the world, that is on social media and and on the internet and in some of these platforms. Father, we ask that you protect our children from that wickedness and you just cast them with the anointings of you lord you are god you are our king you are our lord and savior jesus christ we pray amen i love you all i hope you all i hope this uh really ha ha uh helps a lot of families a lot of parents um and a lot of children we are all children of god at the end of the day i love you all in the name of jesus god bless you all we out Mm-hmm.